Hey there, happy Friday. With this being Good Friday, I wanted to speak about prayer today because so often our prayer life can feel really lacking in one way or another, right? And as I was reading through the Gospels at the account of Jesus praying in the garden leading up to Good Friday, I did notice something that honestly I had never really paid attention to before. And I don't know why. I don't know if I just never read this specific book at this specific time. I think maybe I always stuck with Matthew, Mark, Luke. But John's account is the only account that gives a lot more detail about what Jesus was praying while he was in the garden. So even though you may already know this, I am late to the party, so I'm excited to share this with you today. So grab your Bible and a notebook and let's dig in. Are you a Christian woman over 40 who is struggling with consistently low energy and fatigue? Are you tired of trying to navigate the ever-changing health chatter all around you? And do you wish there was a simple solution to just feeling good? Boy, do I see you and I hear you. Hi, I'm Michelle, and as a holistic health coach and fellow midlifer, I have realized the answer to our whole health concerns isn't in the online search bar, those fad diets, and endless exhausting workouts. Listen, beautiful mama, as the heartbeat of your home, you have spent your life caring for others well. So now is the time to take good care of yourself, get back your energy, and reclaim your entire health during this season. So if you are ready to stop striving and start thriving as your healthiest whole self, then you are in the right place. Grab your iced coffee, a notebook and pen, and let's treasure your wellness. Okay, if you turn to Matthew 26, verses 36 through 42, this is where Jesus is praying in the garden. And we know this passage, we know that he takes a few disciples along with him and says, hey, listen, stay awake with me, pray with me. And then he went off by himself and he, you know, just kind of gave himself some space and prayed. And he was praying specifically, you know, if it is possible, let this cup pass for me. But each time he said, yet yeah, not as I will, but as you will. So three times in Matthew, it says that he prayed these same things. And then if you turn to Mark 14, verses 32 through 42, it's the same thing, right? It's the same example of Jesus in the garden praying three times, asking his disciples, hey, don't fall asleep, stay awake and pray. And Mark goes into a little more detail saying so that you won't enter into temptation. And Again, he's praying, take this cup away from me, Father, but not what I will, but you, what you will. So that's Matthew, that's Mark. And then if we go to Luke 22, verses 39 through 46, we get a little bit more detail here where he's saying the same things. If you are willing, Father, take this cup away from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. That was verse 42. And then in 43, it says, then an angel from heaven appeared to him, strengthening him, which I just love that, strengthening him. It's an example and a picture of how 
when we are praying in our complete and utter misery and anguish or whatever is going on, our Father hears us. And as he deems, he will send an angel to us to strengthen us. He will give us support. He will help us to be able to continue on. But you see in verse 44, it says, Being in anguish, he prayed more fervently, and his sweat became like like drops of blood falling to the ground. I believe in this passage that Jesus was so greatly grieved by the fact that he would have to endure separation from the Father, that that is why his sweat became like, like drops of blood. I've always thought that it was more because he was not looking forward to being crucified. He was not looking forward to the physical and the emotional aspects of actually dying on the cross for us, for humanity. But the more I dug into the word, the more I started feeling like actually it was the fact that God was turning his face away from Jesus at this most pivotal moment because he had to. It was part of the plan. God had to turn his face away while Jesus was taking on all the sins of humanity on his back, on him. He took it all and that's evident by the blood on the cross. And I believe that is why he was so in anguish that his sweat became like drops of blood falling to the ground. But if we now turn to John chapter 17, this whole chapter, he is praying three things. He is praying specifically three things. He is praying for himself. He is praying for his disciples and he is praying for all of us believers. So I'm going to just read through John 17 and just let these words really sink into your soul. After he tells his disciples that, hey, this world is hard and we are going and you are going to suffer in this world, but be courageous. I have conquered the world. That's in verse 33. Jesus spoke these things, looked up to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you. Since you gave him authority over all flesh so that he may give eternal life to everyone you have given him. This is eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and the one you have sent, Jesus Christ. I have glorified you on the earth by completing the work you gave me to do. Now, Father, Glorify me in your presence with that glory I had with you before the world existed. Then he begins to pray for his disciples. I have revealed your name to the people you gave me from the world. They were yours. You gave them to me and they have kept your word. Now they know that everything you have given me is from you because I have given them the words you gave me. They have received them and have known for certain that I came from you. They have believed that you sent me. I pray for them. I am not praying for the world, but for those you have given me because they are yours. Everything I have is yours and everything you have is mine and I am glorified in them. I am no longer in the world, but they are in the world and I am coming to you. Holy Father, protect them 
by your name that you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. While I was with them, I was protecting them by your name that you have given me. I guarded them and not one of them is lost except the son of destruction so that the scripture may be fulfilled. Now I am coming to you and I speak these things in the world so that they may have my joy completed in them. I have given them your word. The world hated them because they are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. I am not praying that you take them out of the world, but that you protect them from the evil one. They are not of the world, just as I am not of the world. Sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. As you sent me into the world, I also have sent them into the world. I sanctify myself to them so that they also may be sanctified by the truth. And then he shifts his prayer for all believers. I pray, verse 20, I pray not only for these, but also for those who believe in me through their word. May they all be one as you, Father, are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe you sent me. I have given them the glory you have given me so that they may be one as we are one. I am in them and you are in me so that they may be made completely one that the world may know you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. Father, I want those you have given me to be with me where I am so that they will see my glory, which you have given me because you loved me before the world's foundation. Righteous Father, the world has not known you. However, I have known you and they have known that you sent me. I made your name known to them and will continue to make it known so that the love you have loved me with may be in them and I may be in them. I just found this to be so incredibly beautiful and encouraging and just like a comfortable blanket of protection around us who believe. And so I don't know if you have noticed this before, but it really stood out to me. And I just, I've been thinking about it all week. It just really stood out to me. So I wanted to just share it with you today. You know, with all the verses that I referenced before, Jesus modeled prayer even at the very end of his life. But especially here in John, the whole chapter of John 17, he truly modeled running to the Father. He truly modeled us coming to the Father for everything. He modeled prayer all throughout Scripture. He modeled it for himself, for his mission here on earth, and for all of us believers. He modeled it. And so that's what I wanted to share with you today. If you are feeling overwhelmed by life, by that diagnosis, by the way you physically feel, by your emotions, by your work, by your family, by life. If you are feeling overwhelmed, what should you do? You should run to the Father. And on this Good Friday, it's the most perfect day to make that your daily intention, to run to the Father every single day first thing first thing in the morning but then all throughout the day run to the father and i just want to finish with 
the lyrics to the song Run to the Father by Cody Carnes because that song has been in my head all morning. <laughs> so I looked up the lyrics. Run to the Father. I've carried a burden for too long on my own. I wasn't created to bear it alone. I hear your invitation to let it all go. I see it now. I'm laying it down. I know that I need you. I run to the Father. I fall into grace. I'm done with the hiding. No reason to wait. My heart needs a surgeon. My soul needs a friend. So I'll run to the Father again and again and again and again. You saw my condition, had a plan from the start, your son for redemption, the price for my heart. I don't have a context for that kind of love. I don't understand. I can't comprehend. All I know is I need you. I run to the Father. I fall into grace. I'm done with the hiding. No reason to wait. My heart needs a surgeon. My soul needs a friend. So I'll run to the Father again and again and again and again. My heart has been in your sights long before my first breath. Running into your arms is running to life from death. I feel this rush deep in my chest. Your mercy is calling out. Just as I am, you pull me in. I know I need you now. I run to the Father. I fall into grace. I'm done with the hiding. No reason to wait. My heart found a surgeon. My soul found a friend. So I'll run to the Father again and again and again and again. Look that song up and play it while you run to the Father on this most special Good Friday. Father God, how amazing that Jesus modeled how we can turn to you, how we can run to you for every single situation in our lives. Father, you are so approachable. Forgive us that maybe it's taken us so long to realize that, that your love is completely unconditional, that you love us just as we are. So help us to turn to you and to run to you and to fall into your arms with grace and to feel the peace that only you can give us, Father. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you for your amazing grace and love for humanity that you sent your son to die for us. But even more, that three days later, he rose again and is ruling and reigning right next to you at the right hand of you, Father. So we thank you, we praise you, and we run to you, Father, again and again and again. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, guys, that's what I have for you today. If you did find value in today's episode, share this with a friend and consider going over to Apple Podcasts and leaving me a five-star review because this does help other women just like you to find the show. Now, Treasured Wellness can also be found on Soul Wind TV and Christian Mix 106 online streaming radio. And with it being the month of April, I have opened up additional spots for the entire month for a complete food and lifestyle review. This is where you can get my functional eyes on your food and lifestyle, but of course, in a non-judgmental way. In one 60-minute session, 
we're just going to discuss what tweaks can be made in each area of your life and I can give you some suggestions, recommendations, and action steps. I love to have a follow-up call a few weeks after your session just to help with that accountability. So if this is something that you would love to do, jump on it because when these spots are gone, they are gone. So grab your one hour session now as you are getting a jump on your spring cleaning for your whole health. All right, have an amazing weekend, a happy Resurrection Sunday, and remember you are a beautiful treasure.